All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I am one half of the duo, the vet of the group. I am Dwight at 5172214. Joined again as I am every week. And if we went in twice a week, <laughs> if we went a series twice a week, by the brains of the operation, the young prodigy, the MVP of Mavs Twitter, I think it's her and it's Talk Franco was fighting for it, but I, 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 I think <laughs> you might, I think you might have edged out is Talk for the award. Absolutely not. <laughs> My homie, young SJ at SJ Basketball Eight family, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, you know, Mavericks aside, I've been all right. Um, how have you been? Uh, we talked about it off air. Your boy, it's weird. Um, there's been a lot of good, but had a little event. I'm not comfortable sharing with the public, but let's just say your boy be all right. I'll make it. I'm resilient. Um, I'm just going to feel some type of way about your old jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to definitely cut them down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. So, um, yeah, man, last time we talked, we... It's funny because I talked to Bibbs about this uh, on the timeline the other day. Our last episode is by, oh, it's not by far, but it is our most listened to episode. It was only 30 minutes. We weren't analyzing shit. We was just on here reacting. To chatting. Whatever. Just chatting. Just kicking it. And it was our most listened to episode. And I think Bibbs mentioned it as well. I think theirs did the same thing. And I feel like everybody basically didn't work that Monday and just drank in all the Mavs content. So I usually do this at the end, but I want to thank y'all for doing that. But at the same time, y'all, we down 0-2. And uh, we tricked off a pretty, 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 like it was a true tricking off of a lead. Um, I have to admit this. Um, my son's, my youngest son's fifth birthday was Friday and y'all know my family is from out of town. So I had to go to the airport to pick people up. They flew in from Michigan. I had to prepare my house and prepare stuff for my son's birthday. So I didn't watch all this game. In fact, I only watched probably halfway through the third quarter, basically when we started losing till the end. If y'all want to blame me, y'all can blame me. And because I'm emotional and I don't want to rewatch a game where we lost, I apologize because I usually try to give y'all some analysis here that I think, you know, I'm not a coach or a scout, but I, I usually rewatch a game without emotion. I ain't rewatched that shit and I don't plan on rewatching that shit because I know how it ended. And so I'm going to let SJ, you tell me what happened because I don't know. Yeah, so um, game, I mean, just bringing it back to game one a bit, uh, we're down 2-0. Um, game one was a, you know, it was bad, we got blown out. But that one, I was really not worried about for the simple fact that we were coming off of game seven, they were super well rested. Um, it takes, I don't want to say it takes a while, because obviously you only have seven games, <laughs> you know, in a series, but, right. you know, it'll take you a little bit to get used to kind of the Warriors, like, pace, you know, especially going from playing the Suns, who don't really play that fast, um, like, they could push it, but they don't re really, like, play in transition most of the time, um, whereas the Warriors, they're, you know, always running, 
and even in the half court, it's still a lot of running around. Um, but with that being said, game one, I wasn't overreacting to that L, even though it was a blowout. Game two, it gets a bit more, um, game two is where it's a bit more tricky because one, there's no, um, granted, Warriors probably still have a rest advantage overall if you look at things in a vacuum, given that both their series, um, like their first round series and their second round series went shorter than ours. Mm-hmm. However, um, you got a chance to see their, you know, schemes, what they were going to throw at you, what they were going to do offensively. Like, so we should have been more prepared and we were, but like you said, tripped off the game, it got away from us. Um, however, I mean, I the loss sucked and I, I watched the full game like from when we were, you know, up big to when we really lost and it, it sucked really badly. However, um, I just feel like I'm, again, I don't want to say I'm not worried because I'm not saying that from a place of, oh, we're, we'll still win the series. I'm not worried. No, that's not what I'm saying. However, it's it's just unfortunate because when we were up big, like we're up 19. First of all, 19 is not a huge lead, especially when you're playing the Warriors who have snipers from three. Just notoriously, like up 19 is not a huge lead, especially given that you're playing the Warriors. So let's start there. So it's not like we had a 25 30 point lead if it was like that and we lost I I would have felt (laughs) super differently but given the fact that that's not what happened I'm not too worried about it because given the fact that you have to understand the Warriors are going to make a third quarter run I was saying it on the timeline like when we were up big I was saying even when we closed the second half a bit shaky we were closing the second half a bit shaky so the words were already cutting into the, like, we were up, um, like, pretty big, and the words were already cutting into the lead. I think we are only up 14 at halftime, actually, not even 19. 19 was the largest lead, but we were up 14 at halftime. So they were already cutting into the lead going into the half. Luca had hit that big three to kind of, you know, calm things down a bit, but it was already, you could already see them making a run. That was one. And two, the Warriors are an excellent third quarter team because of the fact that Steve Kerr is just excellent at in-game adjustments. I think that's what's kind of being lost here. The fact that Kid through two games has thoroughly outcoached Kid. Um, and that's just is what it is. Like you could talk about Kid not calling a timeout. And that's bad because this is the second game in a row where he's left them for dead with the third quarter run. So I don't care what his philosophy is. Um, he's done it throughout the playoffs, done it throughout the season where he's not going to call a million timeouts, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, you're in the conference finals. This is two games in a row, two games in a row where you have um, pretty much just left the team, you know, out there to dry during a, a huge run from the Warriors in the third quarter. So that can't happen again. So kid has to tighten up um, in terms of providing help to his team so that's one but two like I said Steve Kerr has just been out coaching kid and to me where we kind of just fell apart was um pretty much our counter so kid wasn't prepared Steve Kerr was so we had a counter to what the Warriors were doing but by halftime kid had already not kid I'm sorry um Kerr had already come up with a, a counter to our counter <laughs> by halftime. So that's what happened. And I'll explain. So what we were doing was um, in the first half, we were spamming the hell out of that, um, um, putting Steph Curry in actions, knowing he was just going to show and recover. But Steph, one, he's not quick enough and he's too slow. He's guarding Reggie Bullock. He's not quick enough and he's too small to close out to Bullock. So Bullock was shooting pretty much open threes the whole first half. We were getting open looks, just open ass looks, attacking Steph Curry, we're attacking um, Clay, just getting open looks. 
in the second half, what did the Warriors do? They said, okay, they put Steph on Dorian Finney-Smith instead of Reggie Bullock. So now we started, you know, spamming, spamming those um, pick and rolls again. But instead, honestly, you know, Dorian's my guy, but Dorian just wasn't up for the challenge. Um, first couple of plays, Dorian just, it, he either shot a three and missed or he tried to like put it on the floor attacking Steph's closeout. And while, you know, Dorian has gotten better at that, that's not his game to be putting the ball on the floor. That's not his game. So, you know, obviously he was either putting the ball on the floor to dribble to nowhere and turning it over or putting up a just a horrible floater. And again, that's just not Dorian's game. So when the Warriors did that, it kind of messed with what we were doing, half-court offense. They're like, okay, this, you know, spamming this Steph, you know, pick and roll, that's not working. So what are we going to do? Let's switch it up. So they went back to do what they were doing in game one, which didn't work, was attack Kevon Looney. And Kevon Looney had to play more because um, Draymond in the game, Draymond was actually helping us out um, because he, he was turning the ball over. He was not doing anything for the Warriors offensively. So he was actually helping us out. Him and um, that Damian Lee, oh my I don't mean to cut you off, but oh, like yeah. when I when I first got to watch, um Draymond picked up a horrible foul and it mm-hmm. was his fifth. And I was like, oh my God, we needed him. I we I was upset. Oh my god, we, we needed, needed him so bad. And did. I didn't watch the first part of the game where we built the big lead, but from what I was told, he was with us. He was, he was turning the ball. He was throwing the ball all over the place. He was just turning the ball over. You know when Draymond gets into his, he's trying to do too much. Um, that's pretty much what it was. So when Draymond went out and they put Kevon Looney back in, <sighs> that's where we died because one or her our half court offense stopped working because of their adjustments that they made at the half. <sighs> so that was that. Of course, our shooting cooled down, which it was always going to you know, cool down, but we were also not um, getting the same quality looks because of their adjustment. And number two, the second biggest reason as to why we lost, um, people are saying, oh, Kevon Looney looked like, you know, this, you know, generational big or whatever. But the problem was we were the Jazz, bro. We were the Jazz. We could not keep anybody in front. They just got around us and just Kevon Looney was parked in the dunker spot. He he does not move. He's in or he's in the dunker spot. So all they have to do is just get around that one defender and throw it to him and it's a dunk every time. So that was the problem. I do want to put my my two cents in on that. Yeah. I saw the, the crying for a big again. And it was just kind of blowing my mind because, like, I watched where the game was lost. And I'm like, that ain't has shit to do with a big, unless that big could, like, guard Steph Curry and Jordan Bull. That was, that was literally no one could stay in front of their man. Maxie went up to help. And Kevin Looney was getting, like, anybody could have scored them points. Respectfully, anybody he, in the dunker spot was getting now Looney was elite on the other end. And well, I ain't gonna go as far as elite, but he was holding up in space. Very that's, well. the, that's the thing, Luke. Okay, so see, this is it's like there's a lot of um snowball effects here. So if 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 Luca, especially, and I don't want to put it all on Luca, but obviously he's the one setting the table for most of the things. If Luke, the reason why, um bigs especially like i said bigs outside of the um 
like generational bigs, they usually don't kill us because um, either, you know, their team doesn't look for them or Luca plays them off the floor. But if Luca cannot play the my thing coming into the series, I thought Looney wasn't gonna see too many minutes because Luca would, you know, make him pay <laughs> and you know play him off the floor. Either that step backs or you know, driving and getting around him and you know, them having to come help or whatever the case may be. I thought Looney wasn't gonna get too many minutes in this series and we could have capitalized because of that. I thought they were gonna play heavy drop with Looney. That's what they've been doing all playoffs. And it's like, nah, they he he been switching out. Hold up. It's because the thing with Luca and these bigs, the bigs, because remember, Zubox used to give Luca trouble before um, he, like, figured um, Zubox out. But Luca, Luca's not quick. And usually how, you know, guards, you know, cook bigs is with quickness usually. So he's not quick. So Looney's able to stick with his moves, and he's trying to do counters. And mind you, Looney's long. Looney's, like, what, 6'8", I think? 6'8", and kind of long. So, like, if Looney's sticking with Luca with whatever he's doing you're not getting like a shot up over him you know without you know you're not getting a quality look if, if he's sticking with your every move so that's really the problem and like I said I, I just said it too on the timeline because someone pointed out on Maxi's game but Max if Maxi can't and I like it like we were saying putting everything on Maxi's crazy but he's the key to making our small ball lineups work and Maxi for Skolan State and Maxi he can't handle Golden State's defense or Golden State's offense in terms of his defense because from dating back to last season, last season, in my mind, Maxi, his worst defensive games always came against Golden State. Always. It's just, he makes just the worst mistakes. Like, it was um, – remember that last year's game, that duel, when Steph had, like, 57 and Luke had, like, 42? Remember, we almost lost that game because Maxi, at the end of the game, he, like, gave up the dumbest and one to Steph. We were – I think we were – um they were down five with a couple seconds. And he gave up – it, it was, like, the stupidest and one. Like, you were like, Maxi, just let him get the open late. Like, they're down five. You know what I mean? And he gave up an and one. And we almost lost the game because Maxi just kept having brain farts down the stretch. And I felt like that in in last game too. He had just a lot of mistakes, like fouling, giving up and ones, and just just doing a lot of stupid fouling. Um, yeah, Maxi. Granted, like I said, it's just been two games, and the Mavs we turn into like a different defensive like monster in, at the um, AAC. So we'll have to see what more adjustments they come up with. But um, I just think, um, like I said, Golden State was just, it's just, they've been more prepared than us. They've, we're, we're being out coached and they've been more prepared. The fact that they had, like, by halftime, they already had a counter to our counter <laughs> and we didn't have anything. We didn't have anything. That's, that's literally, you could see it. We were falling apart. We didn't have anything. What we were spamming in the first half, we, it wasn't working anymore. And again, like I said, Dorian really, um, he, he couldn't make them pay. Like how Reggie was making um, them pay, he couldn't make them pay. So Golden State was very comfortable with keeping that matchup. They were like, okay, and you can um, guess that they're going to keep the same matchups. And I've been seeing people um, after game one, I saw someone was like, I would change the, the Luca and Wiggins matchup. I would move. No, Luca just has to guard, bro. Like there's nowhere else you could put Luca on the court. You can't have Luca guarding Draymond because that, that just – you just don't want that because he's just gonna get put into action he's just gonna get put into action he's gonna be in almost every action bro Draymond has the key has the ball at the top you just you don't want that so you can switch that and there's no one else on the court for him to guard really um 
so it's just, it's it's tough. He just has to be up and he just has to defend. He just has to defend. At some point, you can't like I said, Golden State is one of those teams where you yes, Draymond is a non-shooter. Yeah, they have non-shooters, but Draymond is still active in the offense. It's not like Draymond. Draymond's never just in the corner. Like on offense, Draymond is he's initiating stuff, so that's why you don't necessarily want Luca and everything. So I thought Wiggins was the best matchup. Like thinking about matchups, I knew Luca was gonna have to guard Wiggins. Like he just has to guard Wiggins. That's just- yeah, yeah. He, he, you just gotta win that, bro. Yeah, you just have to guard. And, him. and, and, if, and <laughs> if he is gonna give you twenty points tonight, well, fuck it. You shake the hand and we lose, and we move on to the offseason. Exactly. So that's exactly that's just what it is. So I'm just right now. Um, I mean, I'm still gonna. Here's the thing. I'm still gonna rock with the boys because we're already here. And as as if if I don't see the other team having four wins, I'm gonna still you know keep the faith. It's, it is what it is. But at the same time, we're here in this two o hole because we were just not prepared for what the Warriors have, and we have been out coached thus far. So now, um to not go down 3-0, now you, you have to come with better adjustments and you have to have counters to possible counters that they might have. And I said this in the um, Sun series, um, when we were actually down 2-2 and I was like, yeah, we need to come up with counters and also have um, counters for their you know counters. It's, it's going to be the same thing. And I feel like at this point, the coaching staff has kind of showed us that, you know, they kind of know what they're doing. Granted, like I said, we're going up against the championship you know, level coaching staff, championship level course. So it's, it's just definitely a bit different. Um, but in the day, we'll just have to see what they, you know, come up with. Um, and I think, kid, I, I, that's the thing. I went to like sleep right after um, the games. So I didn't really see much of the quotes. Um, I didn't really see what kids said about the no timeout. I don't know if they said anything to me about the no timeout. Um, so I'm not sure about that. But it does the, the um like us losing the lead it also does fall heavily not just on kid getting out coach but the fact that he kind of left them to like to me you can't see them counter your adjustment and leave the team out there to figure it out that mm-mm, that <clears throat> can't happen they clearly adjusted to what you did you have to provide some support like okay they're doing this so you need to do this or hey maybe try this you can't just say hey luca brunson you know figure it out you guys can figure it mm-mm. Okay. so i know i don't want to i think i'm teetering the line of jalen brunson's stand just on the timeline and in general but when I was watching us collapse and all we were doing was shooting jump shots from the perimeter, I looked at the box score because I hadn't watched the game and I was like, Jalen got like 25, he ain't in foul trouble, he ain't played a lot of minutes. Why ain't he in the game? Because he could just, we were in the penalty too. So I'm like, why ain't you put him back and call a timeout, put him in the game and let him like bully towards the basket and like get a foul. I didn't watch how he got his points. I know he was hitting open threes, but do you feel that was like an accurate observation based on what happened? Because Jalen wasn't in the game when we tricked off the lead. So, okay, so here's here's the thing with that. Um, a part, this is a part of us being a bit unprepared. I think we have issues with their zone. You see us shooting a ton of jumpers and you're like why are the maps like settling yeah. the golden state is in a zone and they haven't really 
cracked his own, and I'm a bit surprised that Luca isn't better at his own. Um, like they've they've they scored on his own, like by my eyes, they did score a bit on his own, but it's not it it wasn't as seamless as you know like when you see like like a LeBron, like you play a zone against LeBron and he completely, you know, demolishes that. Like he knows exactly what to do, exactly what to tell, you know, his teammates how to break it essentially. I'm a bit surprised Luca hasn't gotten, at least I guess, I know a ton of teams don't play zone against him, um, but we're not great at zone. And that was the, that's why um, Golden State zoned up. Golden State zoned up and was like, all right, bet, hit more of them threes. And when they zoned up, and not only was Jalen on the game while he was wet from three, Josh Green was in the game while he was playing zone, and we called no timeout. I'm not trying to fuck the timeout. Like, Josh Green, and I didn't watch the whole – I don't know if Frank was in the game. Frank, okay, so Frank played – okay, so this is – and the thing is they did play zone a bit when, when Jalen was in there, but yeah. they just don't know how to play zone well because this is literally how the positions went. Swing, swing, swing. The ball just kept swinging around the perimeter. No one wanted to drive it. No one, because you could, that's the thing. People think you can't drive against the zone. You could drive against the zone. It's just a bit different. It's just not a, you know, clean, straight line drive. You can. It's just, you have to, you have to do it a certain way. And none of them, it was just, you. they were just passing that shit around the perimeter. Like, I was like, um, hello, can someone do something else? So I think the zone um, made them chuck up the three so good on goal and stay i just think they've they've, they're having issues with the defensive coverages like they're they're zoning they're playing boxing one (laughs) they're playing um i didn't say any triangle into i was gonna say trying but i don't say any triangle into but they they're playing um matt like it's just different defenses and i think um kid pointed it out how they don't they don't need a timeout to get into different defensive coverages so they can just seamlessly go from a zone to boxing one just like that <laughs> or a two, three zone. Like they can, they know how to do it. So we, like I said, we're just unprepared. And with Jalen, like you said, he was hitting, he was hitting jumpers early. Like, cause you know, Pete, they're going under Jalen's screens. So mm-hmm. he's just, he just took the the open threes, like what he did from game one and two in Utah. I thought it was the same thing. Uh, game one, he was just, he looked so tight and wasn't taking the shots he really was supposed to take. And the same thing in the Golden State. He, he just looked so tight. And game two, he was like, okay, you guys are going under my screens. Let me hit these threes. So that's kind of what he did, which is why I was like, damn, we lost that game where you got 30 from Jalen, you know, 40 from Luca. Like, we shouldn't be losing games like that. But Frank, um, to your point on Frank, Frank did play in the first um half, but he was bad. He was, he was so bad. And the thing oh, I, I watched his little possessions. And he didn't make a shot, but it wasn't like them bitches was air balls or bricks. They were, they were rimming in and out. And I'm like, give me that over Josh, what I saw from Josh Green. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's, you had to try Josh Green at that point because. I got you. Mind you, one of them had to play. Like that's the, that's the, that's the issue that we're in with no Tim. One of them just has to play. So you're trying to figure out, okay, which one is it for this game? Frank, you know, has been the choice because he's been so good, but he was getting he was getting cooked by Clay. Oh, oh he, he was okay. Okay, was I didn't. I didn't. That was I thing. didn't see that part. I didn't That's the that thing. Part. You can get like if he was in the, the early shot clock jumpers, jumpers in transition. Like, bro, what are you doing, Frank? You know what I mean? I mean, I know he's trying, but like, if you can get away with him, like you said, missing the shots that he takes, if he's locking up defensively, he wasn't doing that. So he was getting, mm. oh, he was getting okay. Cooked. Okay, yeah, I didn't see cooked. that part. I didn't see that part. Yeah, no, nah, he was getting cooked, and um, 
he wasn't making shots so kid was like we like 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 we said someone has to eat those minutes so it was time to try josh and josh is just not ready for it um just to give him a chance to see if he can eat the minutes so i assume kid is gonna go back to frank again because like like we said someone just has to they just have to play even if it's five minutes um they have to play so i think he's gonna go back to frank um just because he at the end of the day frank is still a better defender than josh even if so both of them giving you zero on offense the edge is still gonna lean you know go to frank because he's the better defender um josh is just not doing anything right now and it's okay you know he'll, yeah. he'll have to come back i mean dog the fucking sixth pick uh in the draft well low-key I don't know what what was uh Kaminga? Z six. He was seventh. Seven. Okay, like he ain't really playing. Like he getting spot minutes too. It's okay. It's okay for a young player not to be ready right now. Yeah, um, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm fine. not. I'm not like a Josh Green apologist. He should. I try to have his ass in Canada, but it's okay that he can't play in this series. Um, yeah, I think people are going overboard with the hate because it's like. Man, we're playing, we're, you know, at the end of the day, you can feel how you feel before the, you know, series, you're coming in confident, but this is still Golden State, bro. Like, if he can't play against, like, a championship core in his second year, which is really kind of his first year, you know, if you look right. at it, like, it's not a big deal. People are like, oh, y'all, y'all want to defend Josh, but he stinks. He's so bad. Like, y'all are so harsh on these players. Like, I, I don't even, I don't even, like, I don't like Josh Green like that, but the reality of it is I put a tweet about it earlier outside of like shot creators and stars or star because most elite I won't say elite efficient shot creators are stars you know what I'm saying like there's a little CJ McCollum I guess Jalen Brunson is trying to get into this to that club too where a dude can get a bucket efficiently and ain't a star but that's still a valuable thing right yeah. Outside of that, three and D wings is the second most important, most rare commodity in the NBA right now. And like, I don't care. I feel like people are emotional about where Frank was drafted and who he was drafted over. And they, that? I mean, I'm sorry, Josh, to where they just can't process him as a player emotionally. It's too many emotions involved. It's right. a lot of emotions. And, and it's not fair to him. And I'm not somebody like to defend. I don't care about Josh Green, to be honest, but it's like he's shown me enough to where it's like I'm riding this out. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like you said, his skill set, like if it can be developed into, you know, something great and tangible, that's a great player on the roster. Mm-hmm. Especially um when we're going to need, you know, cheaper contracts. You know, he's still on the contract for a couple more seasons. So, you know, we're in the territory um with the payroll where we're we're gonna need guys on cheap contracts to contribute. We're gonna yeah. have his, you know, if he turns out into something, we're gonna have his bird rights and all that. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like I just think it's um like you said, it's a lot of emotions and people are emotional. It's all cool, especially in the heat of the moment. Like, you know, if you're live tweeting and you say something, that's you know, that's yeah. what a live tweet, you're in the heat of the moment. But like coming to general conclusions and really like um making the conclusion, yeah, he sucks and should be traded and shouldn't play a minute of for Mavs again. Like that, that's just too much. Like, calm down. Um 
at the end of the day, like I said, I'm not um, waving any white flags yet. I'm not going to start talking about the off season, none of that, because we're still, our season is still alive. Um, it just comes down to whether the coaching staff and the guys can execute. You know, that's have to get deep, like deep in their back. Like they got deep in their back for the Phoenix series, and you know, people could talk about Monty. You know, Monty got out coached, and he wasn't making. Oh, I don't. I don't think Monty. I don't think Monty had any. I don't think Monty had any with the personnel he had and the personnel we had. I don't know what else Monty could have did. Just keep it tall. I feel like Jason Kidd had counters that he just didn't do. Does that make sense? I, I, I see what you're saying, but there were, I, I believe there were um, adjustments that Monty didn't get to. Um, gotcha. There, there were so many more. And the thing is he was doing some of them. Like um, he was he, like, I don't want to say they went away from it, but like using um early in the series, he was using in games one and two or was it game two? I think it was game two. If I'm not mistaken. I might just be making this up. But I don't think I'm making this up. Uh, I think he was using um, like when they were using like Mikhail and Crowder as a screener, mm-hmm. they were like attacking off the roll. So they were like rolling to the rim um, or rolling or doing like a short roll, like a big. <laughs> so this is Crowder and Mikhail. And I feel like they were scoring almost every time because we didn't know what to do with that. Like we were focused so much on the ball handler. It's like, hey, um, Mikhail just rolled to the rim for a layup. <laughs> like off his pick and roll and they stopped doing that i feel like they you know stopped doing stuff like that we we couldn't really defend it and they just stopped doing stuff like that i just think um for the players yes they were um one dimensional in that there weren't a lot of shot creation so like of course i do not want mikhail with the ball at the top of the key you know trying to trying to create from that of course not um but I felt like um, I just felt like there's more um, they could have maybe done. Maybe that's just me being a bit more um, or a bit higher on their players. Like, like it feels like Devin Booker, for example. He like I don't think he has it because I remember complaining about it last season when I was watching him during the Clippers series. But it's like he doesn't have a post game, and if he like had a post game where he could play out the post, um, he'd be a much better player because I was saying that last season against the Clippers because Pat Bev was locking his ass up, bro. I remember Pat Bev was locking his ass up. And I kept saying, like, Booker, he's, like, six foot. Like, you're six five. Like, you should have had his ass in the post. And I think he, like, you know, maybe posted him up twice, but that's not, you know, it's clearly not his game. He's not comfortable with it. Um, So I think that's something he has to add because it will probably make passing out of the double teams much, much easier. And that's another thing, too. Um. It's, it's not a strength of his because um, it was actually a strength of his beginning of the season and it, like, fell off a cliff. But he's not, like, the best finisher. You thought his finishing numbers would be, like, better. Um, but he's not a great finisher. And I thought, hey, if you're not comfortable with these double teams, because we started double teaming him heavy in game six, right? Mm-hmm. And it felt like game seven, they just thought we'd stop. <laughs> like, it's like they just thought we'd stop doing it. And they were, it, it just felt like they weren't prepared for it. But my thing is, if you're not comfortable with the double team, right? Stop calling for the picks to get doubled. It's like I had that issue with Luca, but the difference with Luca is Luca's comfortable getting doubled. So mm. you know, um, he, he actually prefers that shit. He prefers it, yeah. So you know, he's gonna even if his he's turning it over. All it is, if he's turning it over, the issue most likely is that just he just needs to adjust his angles. That's how I felt with um, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just 
all over the place, but my mind just goes all over the place. It, it is okay. This is your show, girl. Let let it go for real. So this is how I feel during. I ain't got game. it. <laughs> <laughs> but during the heat game that we played, the second um the final heat game of the season we played, where we won that game, and Luca had like a quote unquote bad game because he didn't score a lot, but he um because they were blitzing him od in the first half he was turned the ball over. OD and in the second half I think we had a comeback win that game too his angles it was just his angles like you could tell his angles were just off where he wanted to throw it second half angles were much better and those passes were on a dime so I feel like you know with Luca even if you're like Luca stop calling in the pick like you're about to get doubled and you're gonna throw it away like you know he's gonna adjust Devin Booker he, he doesn't have that so stop calling for the pick bro like go one-on-one and I understand like it's um that's why a healthy Zach Levine is better than him anyway moving on uh I still can't get there because you know I, I'm hey, I'm just being funny I know I know but <laughs> well I'm not I'm not going before I, I was starting to feel strongly that it wasn't as close as people were trying to make it seem. Now I'm back to, yeah, it's very close. <laughs> I'm back to where it is very close. Before I was like, oh, Booker's creating a gap. I, he didn't have the gap yet, but I thought he was, you know, creating it. But mm. no, it's very close. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I ain't mean to derail you. Oh, no. I but, I, but my whole point is, um, yeah, I just didn't feel like this, the, the I, I felt like Monty left meat on the bone in terms of you know counters and stuff which is crazy that the series went the full seven games and you left meat on the bone that's crazy but um regardless, like i feel like we doing it here though does that make sense that i was just about to say regardless steve kerr is he's throwing the punches and we're not um like i said we came up with something mine like to me because when you're looking at the counters from game one you're like okay what could we have done differently um and you know they came up with something that okay we're just gonna spam the Steph actions but they didn't see it through because they let their adjustments kind of um you know their adjustments to what we did kind of throw them off so I think um kid has to be like I said we're leaving like you said we're leaving meat on the bone a bit and you can't afford to let it get too far like you know a two hole o hole against the Warriors is a is definitely worse than a 2-0 hole against the Suns um so they just they have no more time they have to come up with something quickly um granted it's very hard to sweep a team so no matter what I feel even if we lose tonight I I don't feel like we're gonna get swept um if we lose tonight it's gonna be very special but I don't think we get swept definitely don't think we get swept it's hard I, to uh, I, w- I will say this Golden State is going to play with their food for a game just because they're going to start. That's what I'm saying. Like, so they're they going to give us a game. They going to, that's just, and then we're, we're good at home. Like them Frank threes that was rimming out, he going to make like two or three of them bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. it's, just, it's just the nature of home basketball. We're going to so. get some calls that we weren't getting, like Brunson, especially. Oh, so, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We, and, and, and even Spencer. Spencer's been asked. But, mm-hmm. He's been getting fouled. Let's, let's not. Let's not get this shit twisted. He's legitimately been getting fouled here, and they ain't been calling it. And I feel like if you watch all these games, the NBA has, like, mandated if you're at the crib, you get a good whistle. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, that's just... But I feel like it's been, like, they've been going overboard this year. Even, Even with us, like, at the crib, we've been getting some elite whistles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. It's just the nature of the NBA. The NBA is just weird. It's in a weird spot right now. He keeps yeah. running our bench. Our bench does not care. Bro, Tim remember his password to Twitter the first time in like months just to 
just to be happy. <laughs> I'm like, to get fine. Like, the tweeting. Yeah, that is hilarious. So people replying to me, like, people were talking about some, oh, well, it kind of is dangerous because, bro, I do not care, but I, I stopped replying to it because, like, I want to get too much into it, but I don't care. I really don't care. Um, as long as they're not, like, on, I, it was like when Reggie Miller, bro. Reggie Miller is I'm not, I don't watch games on mute, but I'm not muted. He's bad, and usually I'm not a. He just. You know, everyone... he, he just. I don't want to be. Uh, the first thing I was about to say was going to be lightweight homophobic when it comes to his relationship to Steph Curry, but he likes Steph Curry and Clay. Yeah, Thompson and I get it. You know, shooters are going to stick together, all that, yeah. and I get it. But like, and I mean, that's just how Reggie is. He's very enthusiastic when he talks just about basketball in general. Mm. But like, it's too much. Like, yeah. you, like when the game, like you're, he's basically begging Steph, like Steph, you have to make this three right now. To 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 you, Steph, make this three. Like I'm like Reggie, like you're on a broadcast. <laughs> like yeah. you're not the Like you're <laughs> literally rooting for these dudes. Like you're he's like literally. dead ass rooting for these dudes it's nasty i don't have issues with that but like it's like damn like calm it down like he's he's just doing too much and he was doing a lot over a bench like you should hear him on the broadcast like look at jordan Poole. like it's so dangerous and i'm looking i'm like they weren't on the court like that jordan Poole play when um he made the three the, the, the guys weren't, they were just standing. They were not on the court. They weren't even really close to the court. Like in terms of like their toes weren't close to the line. Like they were just standing up. Um, at the end of the day, stop being like, I don't care. They don't, they don't care. Mark Q and Claire don't care. Um, so they could just keep complaining about it. And they're going to keep complaining about it because it's now it's a storyline. That's what the fines are keeping they're keeping like they're being piled on because it's it's now a storyline and reggie jack he dragged it he dragged it during the broadcast talking about some oh he threw it to a warriors play i vividly remember nick nurse in the bubble mind you there was nobody in that damn bubble no crowd i vividly remember nick nurse he had on um black he had on that black polo and it was the celtics was it during the celtic yes it was during the celtic series that second round series the Celtics were wearing their black jerseys and Nick Nurse was on the sidelines and he was in a stance. You know that stance like when you're waiting to catch the ball? Mm-hmm. Nick Nurse was doing that. And I forgot who it was. Some Celtics player threw him the ball and he caught it and it was like a funny moment like haha everyone was laughing talking about oh look at nick nurse so i remember shit like that so no like them complaining about oh he's in all white staying like shut up bro shut yeah. up steph curry he turned about over all damn game yeah <laughs> like that, that's all, steph, all the time steph, don't blame steph, steph curry good for tricking all fast that's, like, what I'm saying. that's that's his that's about some, he's calling for the ball. He's standing up. Your yeah. guy should have been in the corner. Y'all actually had terrible spacing on that possession, which is why that turn like, like he actually should have been in the. He corner. He should have been in the corner, which is exactly Steph. I technically made the right play. It's just that I think it was Wiggins. Wiggins was just not in the corner. Yeah. So it's just a like our bench don't care. That's the whole point. Yeah. So, I don't care. I, I love that shit. I don't think we. I was about to say I love that. I hope they keep doing it. We here um, without them niggas being on eleven. I gotta chill out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with the inbounds, but um yeah I, I i like i love it i love it i don't care um i guess i'll give my two cents on what i think is going to happen moving forward as i think we win tonight i'll be okay. i'll be stunned if we don't win tonight um the reason why i was so upset 
about why we lost game two is I don't know if we've ever lost a game where Jalen and Luca went off officially. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's and ever, Reggie. I'm adding Reggie. Reggie. I'm not. I'm not even adding Reggie. I'm not even adding Reggie. Yeah. Just them two alone. Yeah, have, we don't lose those games. Have beat every team in the NBA. Like low key, Luca giving you forty, and any other player going off usually has beat every other team in the NBA, and we lost. And that was why I was like, dog, I'm this. This shit got me blowed. Um, that's why I was so upset. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be revision. I thought we were going to win this series. I still think we got a shot. But, boy, I'd have been on here talking cash shit if we would have won that game. Because I felt like we would have won the series. Because, like, everything, all the – game one, I feel like, was as much about us just missing open shots and being being scared as it was anything they did, right? And the thing that was so nasty to me about game two is not only us tricking off the lead, like Steph had 30, and he played well, but it was how we lost. It's like we couldn't guard them. And like Clay Thompson ain't even do shit. Quiet as cap. Hey man, I don't think I don't think like Clay can't guard nobody. I don't think I don't I think sessions where he looks okay, but yeah. um, on a whole he can't. On a whole he yeah, can't. Yeah, like and, 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 but the thing is. He only scored like 14, 15 points. Clay's going to get, there's going to be a Clay game or two where even though he can't guard anybody, he's not, Clay is so weird because he don't really got a dribble package like that, but he just shoots that shit in your face and it goes in. And I, you know what I'm watching too? And that's true, but you know what I'm watching and I've been watching for a little bit. It was a, it was a talking point in game one, but no one was really talking about it in game two. But I was still watching it. Him and Jordan Poole, bro. Like yeah. they, like everyone's been talking about their beef on the court and all that. And, and Warriors fans try to downplay talking about they don't have beef. They like it, blah blah. Bro, just look at the body lip. But I, there was a play. I vividly remember it. Clay was in the corner, and Jordan had the ball, um, top of the key. He was trying to create something. Clay was kind of open because um, I forgot who was on him. Um, yeah, I forgot who was on him um, from our side, but they kept trying to kind of help a little bit because Jordan was trying to drive. So Jordan drove and got around whoever was guarding him <laughs> because that was a the theme of the night. But he got around whoever was guarding him and the guy guarding Clay from the corner, I forgot who it was, was trying to help a little bit. And Clay had his hands out, you know, getting ready for the pass. And so Jordan was looking at pretty much his defender, you know, got back into play and the help kind of shaded him. So Jordan was kind of stuck a little bit. Clay was waiting for the ball, waiting for the ball, waiting for the ball. And I think Jordan kind of um like threw it up or something like that. He was not trying to pass to Clay. In my head, I was like, damn, Clay is about to get an open three. But he just would not pass the ball. And I think he tried to force a shot and it like, it was a contested shot that missed. And that was like a rebound and, you know, Clay's shoulders just kind of dropped. And he like, as he like went back up the court, I was like, oh, there it is again. Like if you watch it, they, they don't. Like they both think they're like it, the second it, option. It, yeah, it does. It gives KP vibes. Yeah, and Clay, Clay has always kind of been like this in in a way where Clay has kind of always been a shot chucker esque. Where yeah, he, like Clay, like that's the thing. I feel like Clay Thompson is such a. I think the public or the casuals don't really understand how Clay plays basketball. Like Clay used to be able to go erase your other player 
but he wasn't he's not like a corner three-point shooter like he it don't do i almost feel like defense don't matter with clay does that make sense like he's shooting that bitch and it's going in a lot no matter what yeah yeah and that's the thing like but the thing is he wants um he's trying to do a lot more self-creation too where it's like clay like you know him you know, taking or scoring this many points with no dribbles, that's like a thing for him. But the fact mm-hmm. that he's trying to do the more self-creation thing with especially pool there, it's getting granted. We obviously we haven't seen it um at least in the playoffs. Um in the regular season it was way more awkward, but in the playoffs it's it hasn't, you know, expressed itself, you know, onto the court where it's like um in, in a bad way where it's costing them like a game or something. And it probably I, if I had to guess, I don't think it will get like that during this um, postseason. But it's something that they are probably going to have to address. The body language is bad, bro. It's bad when it when it's involved in Twitter. Is the body language is bad, and people and Warriors fans they could downplay all they want. And I'm not even just saying that because I'm you know we're going against them like objectively, like watching the game. <laughs> like there is a problem. There's a, an issue there. And it like I said, it's not personal where they personally don't like each other. It's not. It's clearly like an on the court issue. Like it's just clear it's like on the court issue. And it's there, it's there. It's it's there. They don't, they could, like I said, they could pretend they don't see it, but it's there. So um hopefully, I'm hoping that that could um they could bring could, come up. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is the problem work. is, man, we gotta play some defense and now a lot of them them dudes have a buffet of layups. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta actually guard them. We gotta, we gotta put some stress on them. I feel the reason why I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, I don't feel good about this series is whenever they have wanted to, they have been able to either get a layup or a good shot. And that has not been true the other way for us. Um, we've got a lot of good shots in game one, we just missed them. In game two, there was just a little stretch where there's a five minute stretch where they got all the good shots they would and we couldn't get one. But by and large, we've been able to get the shots we wanted. But to me, they've been able to get them every single time. And that's where it's just like, how can it uh, process, right? Sometimes a team has a better process and they just aren't as talented and they lose. My, I'm talking about OKC in Houston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about them the whole year. <laughs> yeah, and they just lose, right? And that's my issue with them. I don't know. Like, I guess they're better than us, but their process is better than us in addition to whatever talent advantage they got. And this is just so – this is why it just looks so much worse than I think it really, really is. I don't think them dudes, these dudes is that much better than us. Their process is so much better than ours. Like – they Steve Kerr is making the game easier for their players than vice versa. Does it's that make sense? System. Yeah, his system is great, but this is this is where um this is where my like opinions on like these offensive systems come in because it's like this is Steve Kerr's system. Like, yes, he's not the first one to do a motion offense, obviously. Um, you know, we could think about the Spurs and all that, but it's different in that the one, the weapons that he has at his disposal in, um, you know, Stefan, you know, Clay, but also it's his system. So when people are telling me, oh yeah, why don't the Mavs just play like that? You don't come into the playoffs and start playing a whole new system. Like, you know, the coach, like Jason Kidd has already installed what he wants to do and all that. Like you don't come into playoffs playing a whole new system. So this whole, um, 
you know, heliocentric versus this and versus that. You know, it is what it is at this point. People are, you can't, you don't come into playoffs making it. So Getting butt naked, the, dog, this is, our system is created. But we have the best shot quality. Yeah, you know, better shots, better shots than theirs have. It's like what you were saying. It's just like sometimes, you know, results don't always, you know, accurately reflect the process and our process works for us and our personnel but it's just that our the results for our process is a lot more hit and miss than the results for like their kind of system there's a there's a higher margin for variance yeah higher margin for error and that's just what it is right now you can't do anything about that there's no the the maps just can't come into game three playing like the wars it it, it does not work like that it doesn't work like that we don't even we don't even have like we don't even have those players. That's like, what I'm saying. We, we, we don't. We don't. <laughs> do we don't even. I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't even think we have Dave Bertans and maybe Reggie. You could run like you could a shooter that you could run a set for to like get a, a movement three. It's only only Reggie Bertans and Tim, bro. Those are only three. Yeah. And Tim is a little. And then even him, but those are the, those are only Dorian. You don't. You, Dorian's no, not moving hell no. That is a Max set shot shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Luca definitely ain't. And Luca's not that. Granted, I seen Luca run off a screen one time and shoot a three. I was like, what was that? <laughs> I know. It, yeah, I know. That was. I caught that. I was proud. Yeah, I was like, okay, but still, that's not. That's just not what they are nah. and who they are. And even with the system, you can. Even with the, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I don't know if I don't think it's gonna ever be in Luca's bag to keep it tall with you. Not oh no, a, never. Not on a, I, not on a heavy. No. On a heavy shot. That's when people are like, oh, he needs to play off ball like Steph. And stop telling people that they need to play off Steph. Play like <laughs> the, the greatest off ball score in NBA history. <laughs> You're telling them to just play like him. Bro. I, I don't want to see Luca running off no goddamn screens, bro. All the, that's not his game. I don't want to see. It. That's not his game. It's not anybody's <laughs> game. That's Steph yeah, Curry's game. Steph. <laughs> he's, he's a unicorn from that aspect. That's what I'm saying. People just want to yeah, play like Steph. You can't say Steph. Steph is one of the greatest ever, and then tell people they need to just mimic him and do like he's that for a reason. Like it's crazy, but also not even just per like you need the system doesn't just stand alone. You need the personnel too. We saw that same Golden State, that same Golden State system last year didn't help them make the playoffs because you had guys like fucking Kelly Oubre and Ken Bazemore running the system like personnel also matters people were talking about Steve Kerr's system last year remember the all remember all the talk about it yeah Steve Kerr needs to change his system because Kelly Oubre couldn't hey, Loki Loki <laughs> there's a if we win these next two games I want you to if this if this series ever gets to the point to where they're in the risk they're losing or if they make the finals I fought, there's a lot of smart Warriors fans who I love and respect, but that's the first fucking thing that flies out their mouth. Steve Kerr's coaching and his system. Mm-hmm. Anytime they lose, it's bad. <laughs> Anytime they lose, Steve Kerr's this, Steve Kerr's that, Steve Kerr yeah. can't coach, Steve Kerr can't, and I'm like, y'all are being so, uh, they were upset with the split, and they, oh, he just spam split action all day, he needs to coach, Bob, you're seeing, you're yeah. seeing him coach, you're, you're seeing him do that, so that's why, like, Warriors fans be so spoiled, bro, talking yeah, about their coaching. They do. I do, so I, I do want to get into this, because it's something that, it's, <sighs> I made a tweet about it, 
but I want to get your opinion on it because I feel like you're more you Twitter is still a relatively new thing in my life just to keep it real with you but I didn't know like I like maybe I'm a weirdo but like I like Steph Curry I like the Warriors I hate it when they had KD but us playing them has made me realize like there's so much disingenuous conversation about him on both sides to where it's like hey this is really a thing like when did this happen was it was it when he got kd like i hate to say this but this is a tell a old tell a old head like when this developed because like i've seen people trying to pack stuff up like um i guess he didn't score when the game was let me i guess all his points came when it was like a six point game and like that tweet went up and i'm like yeah nigga, that's a close game like, why are we talking about this? Calling him a front runner and stuff. But then on the other hand, you got Steph Curry might be the best ever. He's better than LeBron and he's as good as Jordan. And it's like, I it's such a nasty discussion around him. And I get like your girl, Nat. I used to be like, damn, why is she so defensive over that man? And then I act because we're playing him, them. I'm actually seeing it. I'm like, I actually understand now, but there's plenty of people that's going both ways. It's, it's as someone that loves basketball, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like it. Does that make sense? Like, I know that sounds goofy, but I just, Steph Curry slander propaganda is just nasty. It makes just being an observer of this fucking series like hard. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it's because of LeBron, and um, given the fact that he had so many wars with LeBron, his stands kind of became like LeBron's stands in a way, and it just, that's why, if you notice, most of the, like, just ridiculous discussions, um, like, surrounding players, most of them, the craziest you, you're always going to see is either LeBron fans or, like, Steph fans. <laughs> it's like, well, too, because of the wars that they had. So, you know, LeBron stands has had to, you know, come up with anything they could to discredit him during the time. So the, oh, Steph's not like clutch thing um, became a thing because he like, remember against, was it? What team I, I, it think, I, think, I think, I, I think this year. The Rockets. Yeah. He had his yeah. first double beater. So yeah. it was like stuff like that. Like, um, so people, well, you know, create narratives. Well, so he didn't win the finals it, MVP, so people create the narratives. It's, it's just LeBron stands were creating the narratives to, you know, tear him down. And then in, in turn, Steph stands, you know, to defend him, started, you know, doing pretty Propagand- much the propaganda campaign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Propaganda campaign. So it's, it, that's just really what it is. That's why I don't, you know, this stand stuff. Like, I, I try not to get too deep into – um like the player standing aspect, like I'll make my little jokey jokes, but I'm not going to really, you know, how people sit up here and like really go back and forth and really try yeah. to like objectively speaking, these are some of, we're talking about some of the, like if we're talking, you know, Steph LeBron, we're talking about two top 15 players ever. You know, yeah. how you feel about Steph, you know, Steph could be trending, you know, I into the top I, 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 Steph, I think, I don't know if I can put him. I think if he gets a ring. But he like, he like top 12, he top 11. He's he top went, 12 he, to me too. He, and yeah. if he win a ring this year, yeah, man, he's in that top 10. That's he's, what I'm saying. If he gets the ring and all that, he could go there. But he, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, these, that man 34, bro, he ain't supposed to be doing this shit. 
Exactly. So he's there. These are two top 50 players. So objectively speaking, whichever mm. side you fall on, there is not like much like legit objective criticism that, that you could throw their way. So people have to come up with it. Uh, you know, they have to pretty much make it up. So it's just, it's just all bullshit. I try it's not to it's so bullshit. It's made it to where like, I'm going to keep it real, man. I deleted the app yesterday. Oh, um, I had well, my. I, was, I wasn't really on much either. I was outside. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a lot of things. <laughs> I, I had to, uh, you know, I had a lot of shit going on. So I was like, I didn't miss it. I didn't, between my son's birthday party and just entertaining people in my house, I didn't miss it at all. So it wasn't no big deal. It wasn't like, I ain't even really, I think I re downloaded it like at halftime of Miami, uh, Boston. And it's like, I ain't missed this shit. And I think win or lose, oh, I got to post this, so never mind. <laughs> but uh, I think after I post this, I'm just going to like chill off because there's no real basketball discussion being had right now. I feel like as we get deeper into it, there's uh, your Steve Jones, your Nakayas. You know, I like Kevin O'Connor here and there. But like, and Zach Lowe, but them dudes, uh, you know, outside of Steve Jones and the guys, they don't really, like, I can get that shit from podcasts. I don't need Twitter for it. You know, I, I, maybe because we haven't been this good and got this far in so long, I, I forgot how disingenuous basketball discussion gets once you get this deep into the play. Because we ain't been Yo, that good. It's so bad. I, listen, it, it's that, so bad. I realize people don't know how to talk about the Mavericks, especially. I yeah. realize that, like, I'm talking about mutuals, like, outside of, like, no, Mavs so, Oh, my God. Like, I'm talking so, about mutuals who aren't so, Mavs fans. They don't know how to talk. I've seen, oh, what was it? There's a tweet. I Loki wanted to bring it up. Um, I'm not going to expose who it is. <laughs> He's actually um very prominent on um NBA Twitter, too. I'm not going to expose names. But he's, uh, what did he say? He said something like, um, like, he was talking about the Mavs losing the lead and um, how we kept doing something to lose the lead and i was like that is literally not what happened <laughs> i was like yeah. that's like legit not what happened and that's the thing i don't want to this is why i don't so i don't engage so you say you um you're right in that you know as deeper we go it's a lot of narrative talk um so i don't i try not to even beyond the narrative talk i try not to you know engage in too much discussions after the game especially after an l because um everyone's trying to diagnose what happened right yeah. everyone's trying to give their two cents and all that and um most of the time people are right in what they think happens but the the issue that i personally have is people try to you know they pinpoint their one thing and they try to say this is the one thing this is the one reason why we lost hey, this is we, the, you know, i ain't the seen why. i ain't seen shit about getting lucas teammates involved or heliocentrism and we got a mutual who I like and we both like that was spamming that shit. He just stopped talking about the series after we came back. Yeah. And he was leading that shit. And it's just like, oh, what happened? You just stopped being entertained by the series. Yeah, but it's, it's stuff like that. I'm just like, my thing is like, we just don't, um, it's, it's in, most of the time, it's never, it's not really just one thing. And I feel like after the L's, people just try to find that one thing that's the problem. If it's if it's Dwight Powell, like when um, uh, Nick, um, Lockdown Mavs Nick, he um, he said um, this is back in the Sun series. 
when he said like people were complaining about like Powell, like trying to say that Powell's reason, and Nick was like, "Hey, Powell plays seven minutes." Like, yeah, he's not great, but Powell's not the reason why we're losing. And his com- the comments were crazy, talking about some oh media. I wonder how much media is getting paid or paid to defend Powell. Ain't no dude that play fucking eight minutes. The reason why we lost. That's what I'm saying. And, 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 like and low so key emotional. from a plus minus standpoint. Shit, we dominated the white piles little funky eight to ten minutes game too. Oh, based on the eye test, he was a neutral. Based on yeah. the seven minutes, he was a neutral. Hey. That's why I'm just like, it's like, and I get it, it's emotional, and that's why I try not to engage because I understand that it's a lot of emotional responses, like after the game. Um, so I just I just don't engage. I leave, you know, my thoughts obviously. I was feeling all this about the game. I'll leave it for the pod if I'm in any spaces. I'll talk in spaces and all that. And oh, I might reply to it. You, you, you better than me. I've given up on spaces. Oh, I don't go in. Like, I mean, obviously, hoops should space me time. I got to admit something to you. And yeah. if she hears this, like, Nat, I love Nat. I enjoy everything she talks about. Unless it involves the team that's playing the Warriors, and I can't handle it. And it ain't she don't even be wrong. It just I can't listen to it. it she's a homer. She's a homer. She's, she's such a well, no, she's a homer. Yeah. But then she'd be right about shit, and she'd be talking shit the way I like to talk shit. And it's like, man, I love you. We she just followed me, and I like, I just I purposely have not followed her once the series started because I was like, dude. The hurt, the way she was talking shit, it hurt my soul. I didn't even follow her, and the shit popped up on the timeline. I was like, dog, I can't. I got if I follow, I followed her back, but I got to mute her." Cause that you shit, gotta, you gotta do like me. So I, I mean, oh. it's different because, like you said, you're new to Twitter. I've been on these Twitter streets for a very extremely long time. It's a little embarrassing, but um, whatever. So I have mastered the art. I, I did this for spoilers. So yeah. when you're watching a show and all that, so um. So I've mastered the art of actually, so I don't really mute people anymore unless um unless they like bother me in my mentions. That's when I meet people. But, but like mutuals, I don't really meet mutuals. So like Nat, I have a lot of Golden State mutuals now. Um since Nat, so I have a lot now. Um so what I do is I, I can scroll whenever I see a tweet. If I just see one word, if I see like maps so or all my warriors mutuals, if they're talking about a warriors or the master of the games, I could scroll past it easy without reading it. Yeah. So all her tweets I actually have not read. It was just popping up on the timeline because it was suggested. Yeah, you gotta be a quick reader when you see and I was just like, oh, that shit. name, you gotta scroll past. You know what well, I have not seen anything. Yeah. <laughs> but then on the other hand, like I do get why she be like kind of defending stuff because niggas be talking crazy about stuff. It's actually like I like stuff, but I wouldn't say he's one of my top five players. I just I, I don't know if you how you love basketball and not love a great player like stuff. Like it's kind of weird to me because like it ain't like like what stuff do to anybody. He don't. It's kind of weird to me, but our niggas really be talking crazy about stuff. But then on the other hand, there was like an eighteen-hour space about he's the greatest point guard ever. Like, dog, it's just weird. It's just weird. Basketball discourse has got weird, but yeah. And um, before we we wrap this up, I wanted to touch quickly on the um Boston Heat series because I just saw a tweet and it was like really funny and it kind of ties in. 
so what we're talking about narratives and stuff um it's a meme of jason tatum running out the tunnel and it's like bro thought he was helping like the team with <laughs> the Celtics because he put up that stinker um in game three and that's the thing like that's another thing like the game there's like granted this is the playoff side i understand what time it is but my goodness the game to game um overreactions and not even game to game like game within the game overreactions yeah. crazy like i remember um game one i granted it did look like he was really ascending in that first half um mm-hmm. he was playing so well everyone was talking about oh he needs to be top five he needs to be this and then you know second half he didn't really play well <laughs> and then um you know second game Celtics won and he was back to you talking about Tatum yeah I'm talking about Tatum yeah. okay yeah. Second game they won and it's back to yeah Tatum's this he does this he needs to be this and then third game again he um dropped that stinker and now it's yeah Tatum's worse he don't ever put him in the same conversation and I'm like oh my goodness yeah, like, so you know, nasty and crazy. I, I think I think Luke is better I do I think Luke is better than Tatum but like Hey man, this nigga Tatum was gave Giannis forty six in, bl- so in blood, like it was in blood. Like I'm not packing him up after one bag. Yeah, I think the come the whole Luca Tatum thing is so corny, and I see yeah. it all by my tail. And like I said, I don't, I try not to jump into it, but every time he's having a bad game, every time he's having a bad game, all down the tail. And I'm, I'm sorry, I know people listening are gonna feel subbed. I am so sorry. I don't mean to sub you, but I'm just saying, like all down the tail is oh um. If if Luca had this game, it, you know we'd be talking about it. If if Luca did, stop yeah. doing that, bro. Stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> like, I, y'all, I, now y'all are inviting me. This this has nothing to do with Luca. They're playing the econ. This is the Eastern Conference Finals. Like this got nothing. Whatever Tatum's doing in the game got nothing to do with Luca. Come on, bro. Come on. We need to talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. But I mean, oh yeah, I was talking about it. But no, 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 no. I also, I got to get this takeoff. And Mm -hmm. I I don't want people to be mad at me. Luca has a lot of good playoff games. When he had 20, that was like the worst playoff game he had. But hey man, can we be truthful that Luca like stat padded a lot during some of these games to boost the numbers up? Like amongst, amongst uh, amongst Mavericks. That game seven in the Clippers, they was letting that dude score. He stat padded a cute 10, 12 points the last two, three minutes of that oh, game. Oh, yeah, the Clippers game. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the game two this past oh, game. No, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. One of the reasons why I'm so traumatized about game two was that was a legit 42 and a legit 31 from Jalen, and we lost. There was no stat padding involved with that at all. But I'm yeah. talking about in the past to where some of his cumulative averages in some of the games where he was just all right, but he ended up getting 35, especially against the Clippers, involved some stat padding at the end. I had to get that off my chest onto the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, with the East, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say I've been super duper tapped into the games. It's been kind of boring to me. Um, so I don't really have much to say, but um, I mean, Jimmy was out in the second half and he still won. They're up 2-1. Um, the stat has been, you know, going around, floating around that the Celtics or the Heat have only won two quarters, but are still up 2-1. So I don't know if that's going to balance out at some point. Um, I don't know, but we'll see. That I, I feel so bad because especially this conference finals, but that series is really not interesting to me. And I know some it, people it, may it's, feel- it's ugly basketball. Just to keep it real. 
yeah, it's just been blowouts, blowouts. And I know people may feel like that about the Warriors maps too. I mean, I'm intrigued because obviously the maps are playing, so I'm gonna be. It ain't, it ain't been no damn blowouts. The first like, one been blowouts. The second one got interesting. It man. got interesting in the second half, but overall, it hasn't been a great series. Like objectively, as a basketball fan, overall, it has none of the two teams have been great, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm just intrigued. Obviously, intrigued in the Mavs because I have an interest there. Um, but overall, it hasn't really been great. Um, and people have been complaining. Um, it's it's you know just the average basketball fan, the casual basketball fan have been complaining about the blowouts too. So I don't know. Granted, that's the one thing. It's hard to remedy because you're like, what are you? You know, it's it's hard. Are you gonna say Adam Silver fixed the blowouts? Like he he can't really. He one he can't really acknowledge it or acknowledge there being a solution because. That's just acknowledging games are rigged. <laughs> games are not real. You know what yeah. I mean? So he can't. It, 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 you know. Not to, not to get too math nerd, but in a league that teams depend on three-point shooting so much, just the nature of that. Exactly. The variance. This is the variance. The variance is going to be Like, I won't be shocked at all if we blow the Warriors out these next two nights. Like, that wouldn't shock me at all. It wouldn't shock me if they're close games and we win. It won't shock me if it's close game. That's what happens. We shoot a lot of threes. Quiet is kept. They shoot a lot of threes. And it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, niggas ain't get a fucking um, game winner since or a buzzer beater since that Tatum buzzer beater. <laughs> that first that game. That was all some broken play layup shit. Yeah, so it's like, it's been a while. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, that series is, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I do. I still, I do. It's so weird because I don't even got a feel for that series. Miami's up 2-1, and I'm like, you know, with the little weird injuries, is Jimmy going to be right? Is Tatum going to be right? Is somebody on Boston? Like, Boston played game one down two starters. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you almost got to throw that shit out the window, right? And I know Tatum had a bad game. And I guess did he get a stinger in his shoulder? What happened? Something. I think so I, I, it was him and um, I was like in and out too. And I, I heard. I, I don't know exactly what it was. But yeah. yeah and, but uh, and then smart, Jimmy, J- Jimmy, Jimmy knee was so bad that he had to leave the game and couldn't return. But it's just magically gonna be better moving forward. And the game is every other day. That sounds like some horse shit. So I don't know what we gonna get. Um, all I know is. It's really, really, really going to be nasty to me. Going to be nasty if we blow this series. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, SJ. I think we could beat either one of them teams. <laughs> so blowing this series means we left a chip on the table, and I'm not gonna be able to get over that. I'm not. I'm not. And I hate to talk about it that way because we still got games to be played. But I, I think we. I thought we would be Golden State. I'll be honest. I don't think we're going to be Golden State moving forward. However, we still got a decent chance. And I'm just like, man, that game two was a was a hell of a one. But I feel like there's there's things I'll, I'll say about why I think we have a good chance still. Our role players are going to play better at home. Their role players are going to play worse. That, that has proven itself out over the playoffs, right? Um, but, man, and then maybe you can just hope we can figure out how to start playing defense again, and then refs going to be with us at the crib. 
and then you never know what can happen. So I think we win tonight. Um, I do think Boston wins tomorrow. And I think, oof, I got to see how I feel after we win tonight, what I say, what I think is going to happen with us on Tuesday. Because I don't, shit, we might be, damn, I say, theoretically, the season could be over before we record again. Yep. Uh, that's a what scary do, thought. Um, yeah, what do you think? What do you think? I mean, I just, I don't think we're going to get swept. So yeah. I I think we're going to, uh, yeah, next time we record, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but um, I don't think we get swept. You so got speaking into existence. Um, we got to, yeah, we got to speak into existence. So we, we'll just have to see, but it's, everything on, starts me, with getting a win. Um, Yeah, we can't. We're not taking a broom, so we'll still have a season next time we record. Yeah, so we we will see. We will see. But did you have anything else you want to get off? Uh, no, sir. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and plug it, even though you ain't. We gotta plug the hoops. Just hoops. I did. I fake. I fake plugged it. Um, in the middle of it. Um, but you ain't getting no. About. You ain't getting no times or nothing like that, right? And I think. The reason why it needs to be plugged is because I feel like Nat, you and Nat are, y'all are opposing fans. And when Nat can take, get her homer shit off a little bit, she, let Nat know what the fuck she be talking about. She really do. And I feel like it's important, all y'all ladies do. And I think it's actually, it's entertaining now because y'all are, we're playing them. And uh, yeah, we need to plug that. We need to blow that up. But at the same time, I'm just telling you, family, I'm not listening until the series is over, one way or another. I'm <laughs> not participating. I feel, that. I feel that. But, I mean, last one was fun. Um, We had a little banter when we previewed um the series, but we have a new time, new day and time, um, Mondays, actually. So it will be tomorrow. We're recording on Sunday. So Monday, 8 p.m. is the uh, new time for okay. now. While we move um through the conference finals, it might be – um different like the day and times might be different for the finals um but we will keep you everyone posted cool and that's at hoop stresses that's h-o-p-p-t-r-e-s-s-e-s follow lock in tap in if we win i actually am gonna go ahead and <laughs> participate tomorrow if i can find time in my day but oh brother it's gonna be awful i we have to win but if we I, lose if we lose i'm not gonna lie man, i may block that if we lose i haven't until the literally the season is over with i haven't made my mind up yet i'll have to reevaluate it <laughs> i'm gonna have, have to show my face regardless so i can't i know you a better you a better person than me because i can't so we uh we'll look at it either way it goes guys Mavs and six. Yes, sir. It sounds good. I don't really believe it. But Mavs and six. <laughs> you guys just go down with it. I said Mavs and six. I'm going to go down with it. You're <laughs> not beating the seven, four straight times. We're not gentlemen sweeping them. It sounds great. I hope so. It'd be so glorious. But Mavs and six. We said Mavs and six last time. Ended up being Mavs and seven. So we're going to keep rolling with it. Um, we will talk to y'all. What do you think, Friday? Because uh, I'm just, I know for a fact I'm not going to have any work to do Friday. So. Yeah, probably. Okay. Cool. We'll talk to y'all Friday. Y'all probably will get this pod Saturday of next week. I hope we still playing meaningful basketball. Who knows? 
either we be talking about the offseason or we'll be talking about how we about to beat these boys in six or seven. Either way it goes, we thank y'all for listening. We will holler at y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>